Welcome to season four of the Lighting Your Way podcast. This season, we will hear from all types of guests who share their experiences, their insights, and their personal stories. Unlike the song's lyrics, for lots of people, the holiday season is not always the most wonderful time of the year. The holidays can be stressful, and for those impacted by mental illness, especially challenging. In this, our last episode of season four, clinical psychologist Dr. Susan Hunt shares her suggestions for managing the holidays. Susan Hunt, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for taking time to talk with me. Thank you for having me, Betty. It's nice to be here. Yeah, it's a it's a tough conversation we're going to have today about mental health uh, around the holidays, but mm-hmm. I am confident that you know, we can provide, or you can provide some resources for folks. So thank you for, um, for having a conversation, you know, Susan, for lots of people, right. The holidays conjure up Norman Rockwell, uh, Norman Rockwell-esque mental picture of people gathered around the fire to enjoy friends and food and family. And for other folks, the holidays can cause them to feel anxious or depressed. And despite all the decorations and festivities, they don't feel so happy. So you know, why are people stressed during the holidays? Mm, Yeah, Betty, you're right. Holidays are a lot of things. (laughs) They're a happy time and a lot of different stressors can pop up during the holidays too. Um, So they're really kind of a mixed bag of stuff. And, you know, as far as stressful stuff, there really is a variety of things that the holidays can bring up. I mean, I think first you mentioned Norman Rockwell, um, I think we do tend to um, have sort of idealized notions of the holidays. Um, and this is this is also sort of pushed in our culture and in, in the media. Um, but we have these can have these sort of perfect expectations, you know, that everything is clean and perfectly wrapped presents and the kids aren't tearing each other apart. And, and the reality is they're just never like that. Right, right. <laughs> you know? So the holidays are a happy time for for many and kids are crying and parents are exhausted. And and so I I think just in general, a lot of us do put too much pressure on ourselves um, to sort of have this perfect ideal and it causes a lot of stress. And when we're dealing with, you know, what we think things should be versus actually experiencing what is. And, And so there's that. But, you know, I also think for many of us, as you mentioned, holidays can be a very vulnerable time as well. Um, And it's a really important thing for our emotional health around the holidays to acknowledge that, you know, um, I think number one, the holiday time can remind us of uh, losses we've had, certainly loved ones passed away, Um, you know, grief is uh, something that a lot of us are, are really coping with during, during holiday time. Um, and I think also for, for some of us, um, kind of relatedly, you know, holiday time can kind of amplify the, the sort of absence of a holiday you may have fantasized about, you know, Mm -hmm. with COVID, Mm -hmm. um, and people, people say can't travel or maybe they don't feel comfortable gathering yet. And, you know, um, also, you know, for families who maybe 
having a loved one or for an individual who maybe has health issues or you know physical illness that you know the holiday they sort of anticipate or they may have you know kind of visualized is different now um and so that you know holidays can bring up a lot of stuff around that too um you know and as you mentioned before you know for people who say are in recovery um there's so much um socializing that sort of surrounds drinking or food um and that can be something that can really create more vulnerability for folks who are um you know who have say substance use issues who are trying to maintain sobriety and and then obviously for folks who are managing mental health issues um or or other kinds of issues like that the holidays um can be an especially vulnerable time um so uh you know currently i think Depression rates do rise, um, and, you know, in sort of really difficult times, you know, the holidays are a period that can be a period of crisis uh, for folks who have depression or other kinds of mental health issues. And so you really, really need to have strategies and a support network around you before you hit the holiday. Yeah, I'll uh, say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, that's and, a lot to, that's a lot to unpack, right? A yeah, lot of, yeah. a lot of issues. And uh, to your point, it's not, it's not all that Hollywood makes it mm-hmm. out to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and depression rates do rise during the holidays. I, I imagine they would, given all that you've mentioned. Yeah, they, they do. And, and I think the other thing that's been, um, more in the news lately uh coming i I was about to say coming out of COVID. i'm we're we're not out um but during this time of the pandemic that anxiety has uh rates have really risen uh sort of off the charts both for uh particularly for teenagers and young adults um as well as adults so that's another um, particular mental health issue that we really have to pay attention to uh, at holiday time and any other time of year. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's well, and, you know, as you were talking about, you know, just all the things that impact the holiday, you know, experience, when you mentioned COVID, I thought, right, that's yet another one. All the other stuff kind of goes every year, right? The financial mm-hmm. burden, the travel, the visiting family, but then mm-hmm. you add in COVID and the anxiety around being in a large group because we've seen COVID rates, infection rates rise after Thanksgiving, right? When people gathered yeah. uh, and yeah. and they expect to, it to happen again during Christmas and, and Hanukkah when things, you know, when folks get together. So, so what, do, in, in dealing with all of these issues, right? Because there's, as I said, there's a lot to unpack. What do you suggest to your patients who might be dreading the holidays or who might be obviously identifying that, yes, I'm going to have trouble? What, what, is there some strategies that you like to help them with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there, there are really a lot of really good strategies to you know, sort of manage stress and and really try to keep up our emotional wellness at the holidays. Um, and there is a strategy that that I talk to people about. I've sort of adapted for the holidays, and the strategy is called the cope ahead skill. 
Um, and it's from an approach called dialectical behavior therapy or DBT. Um, and DBT is really an approach that basically helps us develop skills for living effectively and solving problems. Um, and I find that it's a, it's a really helpful frame to help folks plan ahead and, um, you know, manage uh, as well as we can during the holidays. Um, okay. Yeah. So the, co the this cope ahead skill sort of helps us in two ways. First, it's cope ahead. It's just what the name says. Um, so, you know, Betty, we just talked about how the holidays can be a vulnerable time for mm -hmm. many of us. And so in coping ahead, you don't want to have something uh, that creates vulnerability come up right in the middle of everything and then have to suddenly figure out how to deal with the problem or, or maybe you're having um, big emotions or feelings. You don't really want to have to deal with that on your feet suddenly in a moment with everything that's going on around you. Okay. Um, ideally, the best way is to plan ahead, or in this case, you know, coping ahead with those issues um, before they're just popping up at you. Um, and so it really is just starting with taking a moment or two to think ahead about the kinds of things you might encounter that could be stressful and have a plan first. So you don't get overwhelmed or stuck without a way to support yourself okay. um, in those moments. And if painful emotions arise or if you're, you know, needing to make some decisions in the moment. So, okay. so that's the first part of cope ahead is really just making sure that you're, you're thinking ahead. And I think the idea is to pick some strategies that, you know, you can start today, you can start right now, okay. um, that really will give you a good foundation for emotional wellness moving through the holidays. Um, so, you know, first, when I talk to people about coping ahead with the holidays, I mean, I think first we got to start with some of the, the healthy strategies that, you know, we probably all know are, are really important. Um, that's sort of the trifecta of sleep, nutrition, exercise, um, which <laughs> nothing, which, nothing know, new here, right? <laughs> nothing new here. Right. So, you know, trying to get seven to eight hours of sleep, eating your fruits and veggies, 30 <laughs> minutes of some kind of exercise a day. And, and all of that is great. It's, it's fantastic for stress management and emotional wellness, but you know, let's be honest, it's like the first thing to go right, <laughs> a lot of right. times when we're in a busy, busy time, right. like the holidays can be. I mean, I know it is for me um, yep. when things get stressful. So so I really try to recommend uh, focusing on just of those three things, you know, pick a couple of small things that you can do in that arena. Um, you know, for example, like a lot more of us are working from home. We're sitting in front of a computer for hours and, right, right. Um, you know, too much of that over time is not good for your health or, or stress management. Um, there's actually, there is a saying that I heard recently that sitting is the new smoking in terms of, oh, I know, oh, wow. the oh, negative wow. health impact. If that one hit me. Um, wow, yeah. 
Wow. So, you know, it's all, that's a whole lot to think about. So, so it really, I think underscores like finding a way to move, for example, has to work into your routine that you already have um, to, to make it work and actually do it. So, I mean, many of us dream about, we'll, we'll go to the gym and I'll speak for myself. You know, I'm always thinking that's right. I'll, I'm going to go do this big workout. And when things get really busy, yeah. I, I don't, I may not do that. So, yep. you know, I just recommend thinking about it this way, like working in, if it's movement, think about, you know, each time you go to the bathroom, for example, afterward, adding a couple of minutes of movement, whether you can do jumping jacks, or maybe for you, it's just gentle yoga moves or a quick walk at lunch. We, we know now through research that these, you know, few minutes here, five to 10 minutes, a couple times a day has a really big health, you know, impact on your health and managing stress levels. And it's really just as good as if you have those big workouts a couple times a week, as long as you can kind of stay consistent. So it doesn't have to be difficult, right? I mean, even that finding time might be difficult. The the actual activity is not like taking a walk or like you said, getting up during the day to stretch. I actually, when, when I'm at headquarters and we have stairs at headquarters, right? And so Mm -hmm. you have to walk up the stairs and I, I'm grateful for that because if I have to do something, I just do a run up down the stairs. It's like, it's just a little thing, but yeah. it, ha- it makes me feel like I'm doing something because you're right. You're in meetings, you're on phone calls, you're in front of the computer and you don't forget you sit there for a while. I know a lot of us do that. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, um, you know, it's not rocket science, right? Gets <laughs> move a little. That's uh, right. And we, we, you know, it's true, but we tell patients all, that all the time, even with folks who struggle with uh, diabetes, right? That some of the strategies that you're talking about would be employed just for medical issues as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's the key is really, um, I think it, it's sort of what we're talking about the holidays. It's sort of why New Year's resolutions almost never work. It's because we come up with these great big plans and these great big ideas. You know, we really oftentimes are just not realistic about how to fit them into our life. And and, um, so I think that's the key is like, really think of a couple small things. And I think about it like money in the bank. If you're just making little deposits over time before you know it, you know, you're really you're sort of growing something um, that's going to be really helpful for me in the word cope C stands for check your perspective on the holidays. Um, And checking your perspective in sort of how you view the holiday. And if you have any shoulds about how things like we talked about before, do you have sort of a perfectionistic idea or you have a lot of shoulds around how the, holiday should be. Mm-hmm. Checking your perspective really starts with mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, you know, we, we talk about mindfulness. Mindfulness is really just practicing, noticing, and being fully in a moment and accepting that moment as is. Not trying to change it, but just really experiencing uh, the moment that you're in. So, you know, in the holidays, things can be kind of chaotic, they can be busy. So you can do mindfulness practice wherever you are and doing whatever you might be doing. 
um, by just telling yourself in your mind, just stop, take a deep breath and take a second to just notice what's around you. And just by doing that, and there are lots of other ways to practice mindfulness, but just by doing that simple, you know, four second thing, it's kind of like, like throwing an anchor down in the water, you know, to help you stay okay. centered yeah. if you're feeling, you know, kind of chaotic or, or if things are really um, busy around you. So, so practicing mindfulness is sort of first um, and it allows you to be present. And if you're present, then you can think about and change how you might be looking at situations during the holiday. Um, you know, I think about the one thing really we can sort of really control um, is how we choose to think about things. Yeah. Can't always change or right. can certainly control. And we know this, what happens around us and life can throw a lot of things your way. Um, but you really, you can control how you, what perspective you, you sort of take on things. True. Yeah. So, you know, like an example, in any moment in the holidays, there's going to be things that are good and pleasant and fun. And there's also going to be things that are also a little unpleasant too. I mean, that's, that's just life, right? It yeah, always exactly. comes right. with both. Right. And, you know, so like, I think if I'm driving, for example, to see a loved one that I cannot wait to have time with, there's also going to be traffic on the road. Right. I was just going to say, right? right. right. People right. who cut you off and that Plan kind of ahead. Thing. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's irritating. So, you know, in any moment, there's going to be things in that moment that are pleasant and joyful and exciting. And you just got to accept that that goes hand in hand with things that are probably less pleasant too. And the thing about perspective that's so important is perspective is what you choose to focus on, right? Okay. So yep. the main thing you focus on and seek out are those things that are sort of pleasant in the moment, you're probably going to feel pretty good. Mm -hmm. But if you seek out or only focus on things that are unpleasant, then you're, you're likely to feel a lot more annoyed and upset throughout. Sure. Right. So if, you, right. if I'm only focusing on the fact that that guy cut me off on the road and there's delays and traffic was awful, right. I might miss those beautiful moments of being with my loved one once I really um, right. you know, get to be with that person. Right. You'll be cranky when you get there. <laughs> You're going to be cranky when you get there, which is going to, uh, you know, interfere with that moment, too. And what's yeah. the um, what's the O mean? <laughs> um. Well, there is one more C I want to throw at you. Oh, for, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, why not? Um, so C is also for control. It, control what you can. And it kind of goes along oh. with the perspective bit. Okay. Um, you know, so we're talking about the holidays, and I'll give my own example of uh, control what I can. It, you know, one thing that is hard to control in my family anyway, is like talking about pot or somebody bringing up politics at the family dinner. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, you know, no. Yeah. And that's something I think a lot of us are, are uh, managing these days. And I think for me, that's just not a fulfilling idea of how I want to spend my time you right. know, debating right. over politics. So, right. um, you know, and I've learned you can't always control what other people may do, but I can control, you know, how, 
I decide ahead of time to respond to it. So, you know, this example maybe of politics is, you know, just planning ahead where you have a little sentence or something like, hmm, you know, that's interesting. Uh, but, you know, I'm trying a new policy politics policy this year <laughs> and see how that goes over or, or, you know, even, Ooh, I got to check something in the kitchen. It's just something, <laughs> it, it's an example of something I can control. You can control. Um, okay. and you can think about that sentence ahead of time. So if it pops up, you're ready, you have it in your back pocket. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. So that does bring us to O for options. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, so options is is just that, you know, again, coping ahead and spending a little time when you visualize what those potholes might be for you during the holiday, you want to just come up with a list, kind of brainstorm a list of options that could work for you in those situations. Okay. Um, it's really coming up with like just a couple, again, a couple good practical strategies that that'll help you out. Um you know, so for example, um, we've talked about some of the the ways holidays can make us feel vulnerable. Um, so, for you know, for example, if you can't be with family or you're just feeling lonely during the holidays, um, you know, a strategy: don't wait. If there is somebody that you can reach out to, pick that person, and don't wait for someone to think to call you. Schedule it to charge. Okay. You know, schedule okay. time with that person. Use okay. FaceTime. Um, you can also do some sort of uh, creative ideas to connect with people, um, because having a support network is so important. Um, so if you're not able to connect in person, ask family to share photos with you um or even oh, okay. yeah like send a playlist uh okay. to you okay. it's sort of you know an example of a way to you know sort of feel someone who loves you thinking about you in a unique way uh That's... and it really can help you feel closer so there's there's different ways of doing that um, i mean for folks who are dealing with grief and loss at the holidays I, I think it's important to not push those emotions away. Mm -hmm. um, it's the holidays are not a time where we kind of put those feelings in a closet and and experience something and then come back to them. It, right. They're all part of being human, part of the holidays and part of, of everything. So if you're sad, don't push it away. Um, right. Allow yourself to ex to feel that, express that to someone who's a support for you. And I think also you can really plan a way to bring that person you've lost, your loved one, into the holiday, you know, make mm -hmm. sure that there's a, a time where you can share memories and stories with people who also love that person. Um, uh, so those are strategies of sort of, you know, coping with those feelings is, is to really be with them, you know, right, right. them and find ways to. Um... Yeah, I still have a, a, my mom made a ceramic Christmas tree in 1976, um, you know, when they were big, I guess. And I still have it. And every year I bring it out uh, and decorate, you know, decorate it, put the lights in. And it it's just a little moment, but I have her Christmas tree. So it's kind of cool. Absolutely. That's such a perfect example. Um, so any kinds of ideas like that 
um, are, are so important um, and making them a tradition even, even better. Um, I was just thinking, you know, we talked, I think we touched on earlier, just if how the holidays can also be stressful just because of the finances of all of it, you know, yes. or <laughs> particularly these days, you know, uh, yeah, everything's more expensive. Everything's yeah. more expensive. Um, yeah. and, uh, money is tight and you, you know, oftentimes families can get really hit with, with a lot of financial stress over the holidays. So, you know, another example of options, if finances are stressing you out as they do for a lot of us, you can, you can decide ahead to even um, think about doing some more unconventional gifts, for example, like mm -hmm. especially with adults. I, I feel like, I don't know, a lot of us really have more than we need yeah, and correct. So we don't need, <laughs> we don't need I, any more stuff. <laughs> right. It, you know, a friend of mine once said that it, the best gift is time, right. To do something with someone, Absolutely. right. So you have a memory of that time or uh, you look forward to every Christmas or every holiday season, you're going to go to see the tree lighted, you know, something. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Which is, you know, sort of a low cost, no cost, um, yeah. wonderful thing to do uh, to, to give to someone and, and to get from somebody. I, I was just thinking, Betty, my own example, um, in my family, the, the adults decided a, a long time ago, and it's been such a great thing to just really think about, we do sort of a secret Santa and we, um, give each other kind of unconventional, um, gifts and requests. So one year, my, my secret Santa request was for me to bake a coconut cake and then to read <laughs> a very long poem. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it was, I practiced that poem and it was fun. It was like a little performance and, and, you know, it, it really didn't cost anything. And I have to say, it's one of my favorite memories. We uh, had such a great time. We all laughed so much. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. So, so those are, those are great ideas. And I think, you know, one other last maybe example for options is particularly if you're the one, and there's always one of us who, who sort of does everything um, and is the one who's handling a lot of the, the jobs of a holiday. Uh -huh. um, it's really important to plan some enjoyable activity in each day that are not holiday obligations and just for you. And mm. it can be so, so simple. Um, I'm a huge Elton John fan, right? Okay. Okay. So I'm a little bit addicted to, you know, watching his, it could just be a song or part of a performance on YouTube. Okay. So you can, you can find those things and it's like two or three minutes. <laughs> That just put a smile on your face or, or maybe it's a comedy or a funny movie you've seen a million times, but you just love it. Um, you know, just having that little dose uh, in the day is is helpful for both your emotional wellness and to keep you centered and to kind of uh, give yourself a little mini break. You know, I think, too, or even if um, it's nighttime. Uh, another good option, uh, particularly if you're having trouble sleeping, but also just a way to kind of carve out a minute for yourself. Um, and somebody taught me this is to just lay down at night. And as you are um, 
you know, kind of coming off of the day, you can put two hands. This is, you can't see me, but you, you know, just put two hands sort of right on your chest Uh and just do some deep breathing, like in for four counts and like exhale for six or, or eight. And you just think of two things you're grateful for during the day. Oh, that's a nice way to end the day. It really is. It's a great option. Um, and, you know, for some of us, it, it could be, wow, you had you got some great time with someone you really love and you're grateful for that. And sometimes it might be just, I am grateful for breathing in and out today. And that's okay. Right, to exactly. just, right. just find that day. But whatever yeah. it is, you know, I think options are, it's important for us to think of enjoyment and gratitude a little like medicine, right? That you mm. just give yourself some small doses throughout the day and it does wonders for your emotional wellness and, and helps to sustain your emotional wellness through the holidays and beyond. So that's a lot of options. I want okay. to do P and E of, of cope. Uh, P is for plan. And really simply, this is the who, what, where, and when of the plan. Um, mm-hmm. So once you've come up with options that will really help you with anything that oh, okay. creates some yep. vulnerability for you, you want to select a few of those options, jot them down. And the plan is really looking at how's this going to work, right? Where you're going to use your options, who else needs to know about them, who else needs to be part of it. It's really just taking a moment. And I suggest write out C-O-P-E and okay. write your plan. And E finally is for execute that plan. Aha. Aha. Fine. Right? We execute the plan. It's like yeah, um, now you're it, there. That's right. right. So I mean, you need to have a plan to be sure your plan's gonna happen, if that makes sense. So I always recommend uh share this plan with somebody. And they're the ones who can check on it with you, who can remind you about it, who can sort of keep you accountable to the plan you have in place. Okay. That's, that's gonna help you with really you know, managing stress during the holiday, keeping your emotion, emotional wellness um, up and, um, you know, hopefully having a happy holiday. Right. Happy as, as, as happy as you're going to be. Right. That's right. That's right. right. Doesn't have to be, you know, it's a wonderful life. Happy. That's I, I'm glad you mentioned that again, Betty, because, you know, in the beginning you talked about Norman Rockwell and (laughs) (laughs) Right. I think one final feeling I have on that is that, you know, I think if we can um, take the shoulds out Mm -hmm. of our holidays. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And just not really think, oh, I should be this way or uh, my holiday should look this way. But really, um, you know, kind of take that out of it and um, allow you know, put your plan in place and, and kind of find your enjoyment where it is and be mindful of that. And I think that really helps. But those are all great suggestions. And I've written some of them down. I, I do feel like I have been able to manage the holidays better uh, as I've grown older. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do I do appreciate uh, many of the suggestions. But Susan, let me ask you this. Like, I know that obviously... Uh, you're working with patients. If patients aren't connected to a therapist, 
Um, are there options for them or, or resources for them that might be free or, or low cost? I just want to make sure before we end that we provide some resources. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, one of the things to know is that for many, if not most therapists who are out there, um, they will have their fee, but they also will have sessions that they can offer at a sliding fee scale. Um, so depending on your resources, you can really negotiate with a therapist um, and, and decide on a fee that works um, for you and doesn't break the budget and okay. um, allows you to get uh, therapy. You know, there are also, um, you know, many agencies around and um, uh, resources for human development is just one of them. There are many uh, that you can call um, that will connect you with low cost or or no cost um, therapy services through their outpatient centers. Great. Um, so that's another option. Great. Um, and for and I don't. I'm sorry that I'm closing on on this note, but um, for folks who might be dealing or, or might be in crisis or maybe having thoughts of suicide, yeah. Uh, what resources are available to them? Well, I mean, I think one of the things that has just come out recently, um, I believe this summer, is the National 988 hotline, okay, um, which is a wonderful resource because that is um, a number you can call, just 988, and it's staffed 24-7 with um, counselors who can who are there and will really um, talk with you about um, getting through the crisis and linking you with resources in your area. So that's just a really important resource for everybody to know about. Absolutely. Right. And I I do appreciate that they've shortened that and made it much easier to remember for folks, even for, even for healthcare folks to know. Mm -hmm. I know Mm -hmm. many of our nurses have, have uh, referred, you know, just to, to tell people about it in case, there was a need. Um, Susan, thank you. I, I, I appreciated all of the suggestions and, uh, and just your, uh, I guess your thoughtfulness about it. Obviously you're working with a lot of patients and helping them. So thank you very much for taking the time to share it with us. Oh, it was my pleasure, Betty. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Happy holidays to you and your family. I hope you have a, a, a good memories, good memories about the, uh, I hope you're not doing a poem this year. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Happy holidays to you, too. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you to all of our listeners for following this season's episodes. If you missed any, you can always find them on the Guardian Nurses website. We hope you enjoyed this season's episodes, and we look forward to bringing you more topics and guests in Season 5. Until then, be kind, pet all the good kitties and doggies, and tell your people that you love them. Take care.